For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. The Expertise Panel. Brought to you by Dilma. Do try it. Hmm. 10.25, this is time for the Expertise. Don't mind a nice cup of tea. I'm a bit of a coffee guy, but I do like a tea. Tea, bit of an English brekkie sort of guy. I am. Uh, time for the panel today. It's uh, Mark Watson. Mark, hi mate. How are you? What sort of tea do you have? Uh, yeah, no, I'm a Dilmar man, mate. You are a Dilmar man. So what? What type of tea? In the sense of are uh, you? I an... like, uh, no, I just like my English breakfast. Um, not too much milk. No sugar. Sweet enough. Stephen, <laughs> you had to throw that in, didn't you? I'm not going to react. I'm not going to react. James Regan from Newshub. Good morning to you. Good morning, mate. How are you? Okay, before I go any further, I want you to listen to this, James, and tell me and explain it to me. Go. (laughs) Okay, so what is that bag singing? Where was it? And do you think you can sound like Lady Gaga? Um... Yeah, wow, that wasn't uh, expected. I'd have to thank my colleague Luke Robinson for putting that up uh, online. Yeah, it was my birthday yesterday, and he managed to to get a wee, wee bit of me. Um, wow. Great song, by the way. Yeah, but all I can say is, I'm wow. How many on board yeah. did you have? <laughs> a few, right? Yeah, okay. Yeah, it was, well, uh, it was a few. Yeah. All right, Watto, let's start. Uh, SBW, Barry Hall, tomorrow night on Sky Sport Now and Sky Arena. Who you got? Oh, look, I'm going to go with Sonny Bell. I think he, um, I just think he's got more X Factor. I think he's really, really focused on this. I don't think Sonny Bill Williams uh, does things lightly. Um, look, I, I watched the Barry Hall, um, his, his, his Gallon fight. fight against Paul Gallon, and he's certainly got height, hasn't he? He's got reach, but, you know, Gallon seemed to sort of get in there and be able to close him up a little bit. Look, great fight. I reckon this will re- be a really, really good fight. Um, it's nice to actually see press conferences where there's no real animosity uh, because I think that's just the nature of Sonny Bill, a little bit like Joseph Parker. Sometimes we want to see a lot of the um, sort of off-fight antics. But, yeah, no, look, I, I'm just looking forward to it. But, yeah, look, I, I'm confident that Sonny Bill will get the job done. I don't think um, Andy Lee, his trainer, sort of um, will get involved purely in regards to the celebrity-type belt. I think when Andy Lee says, look, I think Sonny Bill's got some real ability, I, I, I'm going to go with that. And so, yeah, and the money's on Sonny Bill. Really looking forward to it. Oh, OK. I, I, you, you also touched the very good nerve with Andy Raymond, the commentator who is calling the match tomorrow night. Good man, too. He said the same thing about the press conferences. It was more of what it used to be like, gentlemen uh, talking about the, the sport of boxing rather than uh, a circus. So I'm, I'm happy you said that. OK, James, uh, what do you think? Yeah, I, I completely agree. I mean, you never back against Sonny Bill Williams, do you? And especially when he's got someone like Andy Lee in his corner. We've seen the improvements that uh, Joseph Park has made under Andy. So certainly um, a lot to look forward to. And yeah, Sonny, Sonny doesn't do these things by halves. He's certainly in it for a good few fights. And I think he's just going to knock this one off. Um, and move on to the next pretty swiftly. Yeah, I love how you said knock it off because Danny Green, who's one of the pro- promoters with I think Coda NASA, who's uh, the manager with 
with uh, Sonny Bill says it'll be a knockout and it will be Barry Hall knocking him out. I, I suppose, Mark, yeah, we talk about these fights. These we, we'll call them celebrity fights. You and I have both been in the in the ring and we know what it's like. D- does this is this the sort of fight that gets you excited? Oh, actually, this does get me excited. I, I do. I, I think we're all interested in Sonny Bill Williams. I think he really endeared himself to the New Zealand sporting public after maybe a little bit of a shaky start in his young years with the Canary Bankstown saga and stuff. But as he's got on, I mean, everybody you speak to, he's a classy guy off the field. Um, we want to see what he's doing. Well, look, boxing's just really at the forefront of a lot of people's minds here in New Zealand, thanks to Duco events. Um, clearly, also with what we've seen with um, you know the UFC and mixed martial arts, and, and mm. so yeah, gladiatorial sports are right at the forefront, and we are wanting a hero. Look, we all love. You can like it or not, but everyone loves a good a, a good fight, don't they? And oh, look, I, I, this is New Zealand versus Australia to a degree. Anyone else other than Sonny Bill? And yeah, you might go, oh, am I going to spend 30 bucks on this? Probably not, but I'll, I'll spend 30 bucks. Well, you'll be spending 40, okay, because that's the price on Sky Arena and Sky Sport. Now, James, does this excite you? Yeah, yeah, it does. It, it's exciting to see Sonny back in the ring, uh, definitely, without knowing too much about uh, Barry Hall from a boxing point of view. But anytime Sonny um, gets in the ring or gets on the field, it, it, it attracts attention, right? You know, we all love Sonny Bill and what he does. Um, both on and off the field. So just the chance to get him um, in the ring and, and have a look at him again is pretty exciting, particularly where he's at in this stage of his career and um, and, and being away, I guess, from the ring for, for a wee while. It'd be interesting to see how he goes. But, yeah, going back to what we said earlier, he doesn't do things by heart, so he'll be he'll be ready to go and he'll, he'll be ready to put on a pretty good show. So it should be it should be a good one. Gents, hold the line. It's half past ten. We'll be back with you shortly. James, you can work on your vocals. Mark, you can think about uh, the Warriors and having a crack at them, because I've already had a crack at them. And we'll talk about that on the other side here on SENZ. The Expertise Panel, brought to you by Dilma. Do try it. 10.32 with Stephen McIver in for Ian Smith. The Timber Bed Post text line is double eight double three. You can call on anything that we are talking about right now with the expertise on 0800 150811. Your input is really important to me. James Regan from News Hub and Mark Watson, commentator, broadcaster extraordinaire. All right, let's talk about the Warriors. Let's t- try and stay away from the cliches of what, what we've seen, Mark, for your fight up already. Maybe I should put you on hold for a moment, Mark. All right, let's. right, they're sitting 14th. They're 0-2. I, I have I've openly come out and said, like, couple of podcasts last week and this morning they are mud uh, i don't know what they're being in the offseason they've got one of the one of the better packs running around but again i and i i cautioned this when uh, here on SCNZ that I'm not so sure about the back line so mark you first up what do you make of the first well, two games got- hang on back the truck up pal what do you make of the first two games and then what would you be doing this week there you go well, yeah okay what do i make of the first two games and to be fair i've Sort of, I've got to say, in recent seasons, I haven't focused too much on the Warriors, but I have watched the first two games of this season. Look, just just soft at key times, poor decision making in the game, just basic handling errors that, are, unfortunately, just to sort of almost become part of the Warriors brand. And just at key times, you know, giving away that penalty, resetting the tackle count. Um, yeah, look, Nathan Brown. I said this last week or a couple of weeks ago, but. A coach that comes out and says the goal is top eight just doesn't impress me. The goal should not be the top eight. The top eight just extends the season by a week. I want a coach that says, no, we're top four. That's what we're focusing on. That's where we're aiming. It's almost like you've done the season down before you sort of started it. And I don't like that. What changes would have win? I don't think it's about rotating all the time off the back of losses. I think it's about 
consistency in selection, allowing these players to maybe learn from some of those mistakes um, they've made in the last couple of weeks, seeing if they can, with five or six days to think about it, to, to reset, to, to make better decisions under pressure. Um, it's, that's, you know, a good, that's a good point, mate. It's a good point because I was talking to someone the other day about that and he was wondering how many of these young boys have ever been under pressure and do they train for that? Well, well, that's exactly right. And you can train all you want, but there's nothing like nothing replicates a game like a game. Um, you know, and they are in the cauldron. Um, but you'd like to think that they've got through to this level because they do have the top two inches to a degree. Um, often what separates players who get to elite level sport and those that come short, I still believe it comes down to the top two inches, uh, the mental toughness. And, you know, you give these guys just a little bit more time. I mean, I think there was a lot to still like about that performance against the Titans, um, considering how many mistakes and um, how many um, opportunities we presented the Titans, and certainly the second half. Um, I thought the Warriors um, yeah, looked a better side in that second half. And they need to build on that momentum. Um, so, yeah, nice to see Reese Walsh maybe get a little bit more active, but I'm not sure how you do that. Um, Rocco Berry, I think there's a lot to like about him. Um, I'm, Blake playing well. I'm a Josh. I'm a Josh. Curran, I'm becoming a Josh Curran fan. James Regan, I want to. I want this. This is concerning for me, and I'm not trying to blow this out of pr- proportion, but. In his post-match press conference, Nathan Brown said, we're past trying to to develop players. We want to win bloody games of footy, and that was just not acceptable. We used to, the Warriors used to be a development club and a very successful one. What do you make of that, that statement? Yeah, it'd be interesting to go back and ask Nathan again what he actually meant by that, because a lot of their, I guess, pre-season talk has been about We've got a few younger players, and you mentioned a couple of them. They're, you know, Rockaberry and, and all of those. And we want to develop them, and we want to bring them up and make them, you know, in a few years' time into solid first-grade players. And so to be, I guess, a couple of games into the season um, off the off the back of a couple of defeats and, and kind of come out and say that is, is a bit of a head-scratcher, particularly because they do, have, they do have really good young players who have a lot of potential. So... It'd be interesting to go back and ask Nathan if that was just in the heat of the moment, but there was no doubt that those younger players did, did cough up some mistakes, some handling errors, and they, they did at times just look like they were caught in the headlights a bit, which which is fine. You, you can deal with that a couple of times a season maybe, but when you're trying to get your season going, it, it's just not what you can afford, and, and Nathan Brown did say that much as well. But in terms of selection this week, you, I think you've got to keep it the same. A large part of this their undoing last year came down to they they were either forced into so many changes because of injuries or they they just they just decided to chop and change and and brown said that a, a few times in terms of we just want consistency we just want to be able to field the same team week in week out and so it, it'll be really interesting to see what kind of team team he names um for this weekend because it's pretty much a must win against the Tigers, isn't it, who have also had a pretty rough yeah, start for the yeah, season. It's interesting, James, because J- uh, another James has just texted and said, well, hang on a minute, Manly's 0-2 before we start putting the boot into the Mighty Warriors. Well, actually, Manly were 0-4 last last year before they, they went close to uh, making the grand final. I, I But I just look at the what they've got across the board against what the Warriors have got, have got across the board, and they've got a, a far superior back line. So I'm not so sure. I think when you start saying, I'm tired of developing players, which is, that's what he's saying, I think there's 
a little bit of panic. That's where I'll leave it. I'll let you think about that one because we'll move on to some positive news. And, of course, the All-Whites this morning, Mark, I thought was solid. 4-0 win. Big, the big nut comes in there. Chris Wood scores a couple. Elijah Just, a youngster, gets a goal uh, and, a, and a goal to Clinton. Uh, Clinton? Did I say Clinton? Is that right? Clayton. Clayton, <laughs> Clayton gets one as well, Clayton Lewis. So, uh, nice. Uh, they've got to win the tournament, then it just gets harder. Yeah, look, um, I mean, Chris Wood, he's just a class act, isn't he? He's just a goal-scoring machine. Not easy games to play against uh, the likes of Fiji, Papua New Guinea. Um, You know, they don't generally tend to play um, with a lot of sort of, well, traditional shape. They don't tend to play with maybe the finesse of Europe um, and therefore not always an easy side to play in terms of the way you set yourself up. Yeah, I don't think... You know, particularly against Papua New Guinea, a lot of criticism over just a 1-0 victory, but as I said, for a whole lot of different reasons. And so nice to come out and win 4-0 today. It's about getting momentum. Um, it's not going to be an easy run. You're right, we are expected to win Oceania, um, and then it gets difficult. But it's nice that Chris Wood, uh, Winston Reid, those players are making themselves available. Um, you could see the emotion on Chris Wood's face when he became New Zealand's greatest goal scorer at an all-white mm. level. Um, what it does mean to him, and I think I think a lot of momentum and a lot of that came off the back of his success in Tokyo last year um, at the Olympic Games. And so, um, you know, the thing with football is you've always got a chance, haven't you? Uh, we see that regularly in the English Premier League, where you know we only saw it last week Man City versus Crystal Palace, where Manchester City just dominated that. It was a nil all draw. And so, look, take this opportunity. Uh, like anything, though, like we we're just discussing with the Warriors. Don't use it a competition to give every player a run and develop it. We don't have enough time. Yeah. Get your core players and let's just continue yeah. to build and continue to work. Good call, Mark. Very good call. I'm, I'm, I'm all about going for the win. What about you, James? What did you make of it? Yeah, it was good. It was good to see, um, I guess, the likes of Chris would come in and, and make an immediate impact, which is what you need them uh, to do in these situations, especially when they're such important games. Um, they got hustled a little bit. By Fiji, um, especially in that first half, they were they were kind of all up in their faces. But it was good to see them just stay, stay composed, um, go through go through what was obviously their plan, just to um, just to stay at it. And then it, it came good in the end. But yeah, it, whenever these players come back in, the likes of Chris Wood, they need to make an impact and, and get results, which is um, great to see them doing at the moment. All right, well, that's us done, boys, for the uh, EQ expertise. James, uh, how old were you Were you yesterday, by the way? 13, 14? <laughs> 23. Yeah, pretty 23, pretty much, yeah, 13, 14. There you go, mate. It's always a, <laughs> I haven't seen you for a long time, but when we catch up, I'll say hi, but please no Lady Gaga. And, Mark, I know you love Journey, but please don't put anything uh, attempted singing on that, okay? Oh, probably a little bit better. <laughs> that's that's a champion. Back yourself. There you go. Mark Watson and James Regan. They were the expertise with Dilmar this morning on the panel. Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.